Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Well, I sure hope you got last week's episode. It's called No Guts, No Glory. And it's all about how the Holy Spirit will not only lead you into power encounters with himself and and transformational glory encounters, but he will at times also lead you into battle. And that's because there's something on the other side of that battle just for you. And so I shared last week how I was led into battle as I went into Perth, Australia, and I did a prayer conference and I actually encountered a python spirit on my way in. And, and I had to learn how to pray on a whole new level. And I shared those prayers with you and, and just learn how to walk in victory with a territorial spirit. But here's one thing that I've learned in Revelations 2.26, that those who overcome, they get nations. And so this actually, this week is a continuation of that story. And it's really about how dead hearts come back to life. And so I finished that prayer conference, again, just continuing from last week, the story from last week. And I, I finished that prayer conference and I was very satisfied with how things landed. It was such a battle going in, but, but the way things landed, I felt like, okay, this is the Lord. God is, God has done a great thing here. And I I felt very satisfied. And so I went to bed that night and in the middle of the night, the Holy Spirit appeared in my room in just a tremendous glory, a tremendous power. And he, he picked me up out of the bed, uh, just, you know, just literally picked me up. And he brought me in the most tender way. He brought me to his chest in a brief but life-changing holy embrace. Now, now upon contact, I felt something from him drop into my heart and and I was completely undone by that. And when when I'm talking about the heart, I'm I'm not talking about my physical heart. I'm not talking about, you know, that muscle inside that pumps blood through through our bodies. I'm referring to the spiritual part of us where our emotions and our desires dwell. You know, something the Bible mentions almost 300 times. And the reason for becoming undone is that my heart was miraculously resuscitated by that encounter. Now, I didn't recognize until that moment that large parts of my heart had died. I mean, I it had died, you know, because of, of grief and sorrow and betrayal and pain and loss and, and so many other things. And what I had done, and I didn't do it consciously, I did it unconsciously, I had killed off my own heart from too much pain. And I didn't have any feeling anymore. I didn't have any care anymore in those dead places. Now, this is a really dangerous place to be because you can't be led by the Spirit of God in the places you don't feel or see or care. And that's why we are told in Proverbs, Proverbs 4.23, that we are to keep our hearts with all diligence for, for out of it spring the issues of life. And I'll tell you what, that experience was so amazing so profound, so life-changing. I mean, I was, I was completely undone by it. 
but I also recognized that I had to go get help for all the reasons that I had allowed my own heart to die off in the first place. And so I went to work on it and and I I you know got some help from some Christian counseling and some inner healing ministry, you know, to get help for for the heart failure, the emotional heart failure that I had experienced. But through this encounter, I had come to life again and it was obvious to everyone around me. And so I I began to minister out of this experience in nearly every conference I was invited to afterward for close to a year. And I was noticing the distinct connection between an awakened heart and a release of the glory of the Lord. And as I shared about that uh, experience that happened to me while I was in Perth, Australia at Paradox Church, and I began to pray over people's hearts, well, you want to know what happened to them? They too begin to have their own experiences. Their hearts begin to resuscitate and awaken in the presence of his glory. And and they begin to have all sorts of experiences of their their feelings returning right in in that moment. Their the life flow that they had lost returning in that moment of prayer, in that moment of resuscitation. And and the reports were consistent. People said they could feel again, they cared again and they could see the Lord again. And I remember listening to the powerful testimony of one older man whom I would describe as very family-oriented, um, very respectable, uh, a, a man that was seasoned in the Lord. And, and he came up to me weeping, and he held his hand over his heart, and he says, I could, I could feel it in here. And he's, he's pointing to his heart. And he says, he is healing my heart. And he was talking about the deep wound that involved his natural father. And still in tears, he expressed his desire. And it was a desire he's had his, you know, entire Christian life to travel and partner with organizations overseas, specifically ones that helped orphan children. You see, by having his heart healed from a father wound, he was supernaturally released to be a father to the nations. Isn't that amazing? And that blessed me so much that that there was there was somebody that was going to take his his dead heart that had come back to life and actually sow the father's heart into the nations at, as a result. Well, I've learned a lot about the heart since this experience and I want to share uh, about that. I've learned that that we we have to actually present our hearts to the Lord for healing, for resuscitation, even to have the Lord create a clean heart in us, for the Lord to enlarge our heart within us, that that we're to keep our heart with all diligence, but there's a partnership involved. And a lot of us are under the false pretenses that I have to tend to my own heart absent of the help of the Lord. And that's not true. This is something that you do together. And so one of the things that I began to pray is I began to pray out of Psalm 51 verse 10, that the Lord would create in me a clean heart. I began to recognize because I saw what happened to King David, that he fell into adultery and and he himself recognized that he had a heart issue. And I thought he prayed this prayer because he realized that he can't fix his own heart. And so I better start praying some prayers because I recognize I cannot fix my own heart. And so I begin to pray that prayer, create in me a clean heart, oh God. And, and, 
I do that every day. I actually put my hand over my heart and I ask the Lord to create in me a clean one because we don't know our own heart. The Bible says the heart is deceitful above anything else. And so we don't know what's in there. And I begin to recognize that my whole life, the the borders and parameters of my life are determined by what's in my heart. And I can't actually see what's in there. I have to actually go to the Holy Spirit and say, say, create in me a clean heart and trust that he will, he will bring the appropriate conviction and revelation as he sees fit to do so. And then I saw another verse that fascinated me, Psalm 119, 32. And it says, I will run the way of thy commandments when thou shalt enlarge my heart. That word enlarge in the Hebrew, it simply means to be widened, to be enlarged. And and the heart is really the inner man, the mind, the will, the heart, uh, the understanding. It's the seat of appetites, the seat of emotions and passions. It's the seat of courage. And I begin to learn that if we have a small heart, a fearful heart, a broken heart, a cold heart, or a hard heart, well, we can't obey the Lord, at least not very well. And the reason is because we don't have the heart for it. And so I begin to pray this prayer that the Lord would enlarge my heart so I could run the way of his commandments. And, and it wasn't that I didn't want to obey the Lord. It's simply I can't obey the Lord unless he gives me the heart for it. Do you see where I'm going? We have to be in partnership with the Lord if we're actually going to have the heart to obey the Lord. Isn't that fascinating? And so I begin to recognize all around me that, that people, had dead hearts. They they had hard hearts and their hearts were no longer tender. Their hearts were no longer open. And they were at a, a season in life where, where if they didn't do something about that, they weren't going to run their race too well from that point. And it was just a complete revelation to me. And then I and then I looked at Ezekiel 36, 26, says, I will give you a new heart. I will put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And so the Lord wants to work in our hearts so that we can obey him, so that we can, we can actually live the destiny and purpose that he intended for us. And so I'm going to pray for you right now. And I want you to pray as well. Put your hand over your heart. Lord, I pray for a revitalization, a resuscitation of heart right here, right now, as people are listening to this. I pray, Lord, that they would resurrect. Dead hearts would come back to life and they would begin to run with you the way you always intended because now they have the heart for it. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Take 10 with Jen. Will you do me a favor and and partner with me to get this podcast as well as other resources around the globe? Just go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.